0: You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com. It's time for another episode of the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com. My name is Mark Seaman. His is Matt Kleinschmidt, thelaughbutton.com. Again, this is the Laugh Button Podcast. Is the label that pays me. That's right. Is it? Is the website that pays me? <laughs> yeah, I don't so know. That's
1: how it goes. Well, it could be a label, right? We're not a label. We could be. Sure. Let's we're, be a label. We're a label now. Who's our, who's our first artist? I don't know. We'll find well, someone to record. Let's be a label just so we can say, is the
0: label that pays me, even though it doesn't <laughs> always do that. Um, do you remember the first rap song you memorized? Do you, <sighs> you know, I think it uh, Was it Ice Ice Baby? That was I, most I, I, people's- No, my, it was
1: probably like the Humpty Dance. Okay. Uh, it's like,
0: my favorite rap song. Of fast all time. forward
1: to like college, of course it was. That's everyone's favorite rap tune from a certain generation. Fast forward to, like college, like I had friends who were, like literally were like, "Oh yeah, I'll 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 break down the Humpty Dance for you right now." I'm like, "Jeez," and it's like from "Stop What You're Doing" all uh-huh. the way through. It's like not a line, word, inflection missed, um, which oh. has got to be some sort of talent. That's not me. That's my friends. But uh, yeah, probably the Humpty Dance. I Ace baby, maybe, maybe even like. I don't think rappers delight. I wasn't like cool.
0: Oh, enough. you didn't get all the way through that, yeah? No, no, it's, it's not a tough that. one.
1: It's not, it's a tough one. But I also was a lot like, lot of words, a lot of words. Rappers delight, it came earlier than me in hip hop. So I didn't get into rappers delight until like I understood what hip hop was. Because when I first started listening to hip hop, it was whatever the pop song was on the radio. So it must have, it had to have been Ice Ice Baby
0: or. Or uh, or the right.
1: What else was there? What my was there, my
0: else? my high school funk band called the Ambassadors of Funk. Shout out to those guys. Jeez. Uh, we dude five horns, three trumpets, two trombones. Oh, I believe that Big you band. thought you were the Ambassadors of Funk. Oh, we were I man. I firmly believe you we got thought some that. nice creds. So we we used to cover. Uh, I was in a high school band as well. We we used to cover um, uh, Rapper's Delight. Uh, and we even wrote our own verse at the end. We extended. Why not? That There's sucka. so
1: many verses. No one knows how many there actually are. We, we
0: did. So we yeah we wrote our own verse. Uh, There's actually which a great, great documentary about the Sugar Hill Gang and Sugar
1: Hill Records and all that kind of stuff and how basically, basically the guy that ended up like owning that that still owns the rights to the music has made millions of dollars off of it. The money's been squandered. Uh, he's still the, getting paid. Well, not the not the Sugar Hill Gang themselves. No, like, the, like the, the guy label, owns it. Yeah, Like sure. the label has like publishing, man. Well, I think it was like the woman. I want to say the husband and the woman that started the label owned it. Then one of them died, or she died. Now, like the kid owns it, and the kid out, is out now, like touring, like he's an original member of the Sugar Hill Gang. The original guys are like, that's bullshit. It, it's a crazy documentary, but it's worth watching because it it's like all nuts stuff. But Sugar Hill Gang. But, but like that's like every <laughs> story Hill of the music gang. business, though, isn't it? Like yeah, I that feel, era, that but, era. But like, what what stories do you ever hear are good about like a label not getting screwed over? I mean, a label not screwing like over an artist, artists. screwing it. Uh, I mean, like, I feel like you hear those stories way more than you hear those not. But then again, you know what? For everyone that talks shit about their label, um, I guess the people that don't talk shit about their label are totally happy with them. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I mean, you only you know, hear like, the bad stuff. Yeah, I you mean, like right stuff. now it's like you know you hear all the Kesha stuff, um, going down. You've heard of like you know crazy deals with like I mean I guess. I want to say, was it LL Cool J? I think his label was actually really cool to him. They basically like gave him some sort of lifetime deal or something like that because he was like so prolific and lifetime deal, something like that, something ridiculous wow. like that. I don't know. All right, I mean, like you dude horror stories. Prince, who just died, that dude fought his label for years, you know. And Speed. I don't know, you know, I don't know if that ever really had a full resolution, other than like you know. He was just like F off.
0: Well, spe- speaking of that guy, no Will, huh? Is
1: that That's that's the current going story. Wow. No will or no proper will. And right now sisters he has, get it all. he has no wives. He has ex wives, but he has no wives. And he has no living children. So from what I last read, and this could have changed by the time this podcast comes out mm-hmm. is uh, his sister and a couple half siblings, a few half siblings, are basically who's entitled to it. Um, 300 million, I think, is what, was the number I heard, which seems low because yeah, Prince just has been around that. forever. 300 which, million
0: seems low. For
1: someone like Prince, absolutely. But that also might be why all that shit went down in the '90s, where he changed his name and wrote "slave" on his face and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like,
0: so who the hell knows? But it's weird because you need the man to get noticed, and then you get noticed, and then you don't want the I mean, man anymore, and you don't want to pay for the you don't pay for the fact that you got help.
1: I mean, that's that's a thing too. I mean, it's like look at like a, a Trent Reznor, you know, who yeah. like or, or Queens of the Stone Age or Coldplay. They, I feel like those three artists all around the same time kind of made like major stances against their their artists, their labels. And Trent, and Nine Inch Nails, I fucking love Nine Inch Nails, but when Nine Inch Nails popped, it wasn't in the air on social media. It wasn't in the air of the internet. And those labels spent a lot of money on him. Now, sure. I'm not saying he's not due for his fair share, but I'm also saying that like the music industry has gone topsy-turvy in the last couple decade or so with the internet and you know everything's so fragmented and CD sales aren't what they used to be so like there's less money so it it should be whacked up and hacked up differently but I mean the music business in general I feel like I mean you've always heard stories of people talking about like you know deals that are terrible deals but I mean like, you're right though but like a guy like Trent Reznor does owe a lot to his, his label I don't know if he owns his entire life for the rest of his life to his label but you know he
0: owns he's doing alright yeah. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing, he's doing alright well uh, we failed to mention so far that our guest this week on the podcast yes. is very lovely uh, Tiffany Haddish on my left coast swing I was yeah. able to grab some time with her what a sweetheart She's from the Carmichael show yeah the Carmichael show the brand new movie Keanu which comes out this weekend I'm psyched for this one I can't stress to everybody enough: Go see this movie. It's beyond yeah, you saw, uh, hysterical. A, a, an advanced screening of Keanu at
1: Southwest Southwest. So
0: good. Yeah. So good. I'm going to see it again. I'm taking my wife. Because
1: you want to see what's what's been different. Apparently. Yes. From when you first saw it, the scene. news had broke that Keanu Reeves actually agreed to do some <laughs> part of the movie. Yeah. So as the story
0: goes, this is as the story goes. As it's only about goes. two days old. Yes. but As the story goes. Uh, Keanu was approached. Keanu, um, yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves was was approached to do the movie when it originally was being talked about. Yeah, and uh, and said no, didn't want to do it. Yeah, and probably uh, said more like no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoa, no, no. 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 Uh, so he said no, passes on it, Yeah. and uh, then the trailer comes out. This mm-hmm. is obviously it's years later. Yeah, I'm fast sure, a year actually, or so, year or so later, maybe no. six months, eight months, maybe. Yeah, maybe not even a year because I remember hearing about them writing the movie. It's been it was a quick turnaround. Anyway, uh, the the trailer comes out. Keanu's sister sees it and says, "Was his
1: sister or it was his daughter? I thought it was his daughter." Uh, sibling, family yeah, member, yeah,
0: family member, female I family, family member, sort. I read sort. sister. Well, S- nonetheless, someone of family relation, member. Hey? member Sees it and says, "Oh my God! You gotta see this movie. You gotta be involved in this movie." Yeah. He watches. He's like, "Oh my God! I gotta be involved in this movie," and reaches out and and at calls this back point, key and peel, yeah, calls him back and and gets in the mix. And supposedly, because I haven't seen the the finished version, uh, he's in this movie as the voice of possibly the cat, but the cat didn't talk while I watched it, and I don't know what's going on here. So. I um, think it would be
1: hilarious if the cat starts talking and it's in the voice of Keanu Reeves. I mean, that, I mean, like, he wears a do-rag in the video. There uh, could I just be it, a woe. There could be a woe. Oh, it could be. It could be like, could be like a whoa. how, like, George Clooney voiced the dog in the, in the South Park uh, right. short. The first, he just literally was the barking dog. Yeah. It's like, you wouldn't <laughs>
0: know that unless someone told you that. But, yeah, who knows? Well, our guest, uh, Tiffany Haddish, <laughs> plays High C. <laughs> high C. Like, the, 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 do you say ju- juice box or drink box? Juice box. Juice box. I've heard
1: them called suck
0: boxes, too. So, wow. Yeah. I got I, dirty quick. That's why
1: I've heard them called. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I don't
0: call them that. I called it a drink box when I, I was I always called kid. them juice boxes. So we're always juice. I don't think there was ever juice inside those things. Oh, they're all sugar. Yeah. But uh, nonetheless, awesome movie. Go see it. Tiffany's amazing. You're going to just be sucked in by her energy and vibe. You're going to love her. She's the unicorn of comedy. Yeah. She'll explain. She's definitely like the Kramer of the of the
1: Carmichael show. Yeah, she doesn't have a lot of lines. Uh-huh. She doesn't have a lot of scenes. But when she does, like it's just like she steals it.
0: Kills she comes in, out.
1: says three or four lines, kills them all, and then she gets the hell out of there. And, and you're she's like, what the hell just happened? Tiffany Haddish is a is a, is a hurricane.
0: And she has hurricane a hurricane Haddish. She has quite the backstory, which oh, you guys sure. all learn about during the interview. Yeah, when you're uh, there. All right. So since we last spoke, Prince um, died. Prince died. I crowd surfed Bruce springsteen. <laughs> you did <laughs> um, you did <laughs> I'm trying to think of other amazing things that well
1: we wrote uh, like we uh we we just for some on the death of Prince, we just kind of like peeled back the layers and like, what has Prince ever done that's been funnier? Yeah. His contribution to comedy. And there's been a fucking lot. Yeah, there's like, been Prince a lot. Like, Prince has been around so long, he's been mocked in pop culture. SNL, they paid great tribute to Prince of his appearances in and The Prince Show. But also, like, w- one of the, the, the stories we decided to identify uh, in honor of Prince was uh, his his influence on The Chappelle Show. I mean, the the Charlie Murphy True Hollywood stories with Prince and Rick James... Yeah. Are hands down so good, but they also define that show. That show was on the air for what? Three seasons, four seasons, something like that. Two and a half. Was it, was, it the third it season? Two he's and, from and right then away the from? third. Yeah, the was third season the was the like, uh, yeah. But mention the Chappelle Show, and someone will say Charlie Murphy, uh, you know Rick James, bitch, uh, game blouses, yep. the Prince Liner a Prince serves as pancakes. Pancakes, like, yeah. Yep. So like, um. Those, those were, like, defining segments from that. So we basically uh, wrote about, took a look and dove into that, and uh, our fans really loved reading that one. It was a great one. And then we also, uh, Chappelle actually spoke about Prince, too. He went on stage. He was uh, scheduled to do some shows out in San Francisco. Heard of Prince's passing one stage and just kind of talked about it. He called it the Black 9-11, which... Uh, angered some of our fans because of the comparison to 911 but it also intense I understand where Chappelle's going coming from with that sure. statement but it it clearly is uh, I,
0: I think enough I think enough time has passed now uh look some some people may may never get over that traumatic event right No, but a certain
1: generation no yet absolutely yeah people not.
0: feel okay to to joke about the Hindenburg disaster and you know people died in that too yeah, you yeah, know so yeah. it's yeah. like it's like at, at, at a or certain like point, or like Holocaust
1: jokes. You know, right. like I'm sure people's grandparents don't find them funny. Uh, Fifteen, sixteen-year-old might not have the same
0: uh, connection. He's just using the extreme yes. analogy of nine eleven to say. Hey, this is what this means to me, or us, or whoever he's speaking on behalf of, and because that's the most—that's one of the yeah. most extreme events. Yep. So that—that's that, all that is. So if people are getting worked up, one hundred percent. I mean, jets. I mean and like,
1: and like the death of Prince, I think beyond David Bowie, <laughs> who was David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope so. No, but no, but I mean, like, David Bowie had a, a tremendous influence on people, but mm-hmm. Prince was multi-generational. He was multi uh genres of music he was multi-ethnicities he was pop music prince was michael jackson i mean there's prince michael jackson and madonna like who else was there in the 80s of music you know i don't think there were so um very rarely do cultural icons like that kind of uh, rally everyone with the a passing or whatever that may be like we were talking about this after that like who's left on that list that can sell out arenas mm-hmm. and have that type of fan base that when they pass, it'll be another like national morning or almost international morning. There's not many left. Nope. You know, Michael Nothing. Jackson, m- maybe Madonna's death, probably Madonna's death. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Bruce like, Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. And then, like, who else?
0: I mean, I don't know. It's, don't know. Yeah, it's all speculation after that. I,
1: it, 100%. But at the same point, it's like, oh, there, who's, who's that? There's not many left. I mean, like, Aretha Franklin is the queen of soul, but does she have crossover appeal to different generations and to different, I don't know. Don't know.
0: I well, don't know nonetheless. If there will ever be another prince on this planet. Rest in peace, Prince. Yes. And uh, uh, at, at the taping of this, this new segment, uh, last night they re-aired the New Girl episode with Prince, and he does say pancakes. Yeah. And it is very he cool. He apparently had
1: a very big affinity for music, for breakfast food. He actually wrote yeah. a song called... Uh, Pancakes for breakfast, or something about breakfast, I forget it was in the title, and the, uh, the album art was Chappelle dressed as Prince <laughs> with a plate of pancakes, and that came out like 2013. So, so Prince very much knew that joke and uh, was in it enough to, to care or found it funny enough that he uh, he mocked it when he released that special too.
0: All right, some quick news for everybody. Uh, Rob Riggle gets a pilot for TBS, yeah. uh, Rob Riggle's sports book. Uh, he, he's been doing a segment on Fox for a while on NFL Sundays. And uh, he's basically combining his love for sports and comedy, and uh, it's supposed to take place in Vegas. And I mean, look—it's called Rob Riggle's Sports Book. I don't think you have to go much past the title to figure out what this thing's about. Uh, it- if, even if you separate the two, Rob Riggle and Sportsbook, it's it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, that sees the light of day. Uh, Netflix orders another season of Wet Hot American Summer, set ten years later. So yep. we got the first day at camp. Now we get yes. ten years later, which is uh, the final scene of of Wet Hot American Summer, exactly, exactly. where they gather on the porch and they say, "Hey, let's meet here in ten years." years from now and uh and
1: the movie was set in 1981 yep so it'll be 1991 when this new this new run um eight episodes david wayne you know and uh michael showalter who Mm -hmm. you know created the show plus a couple other guys from that crew um they created the show but yeah so we'll get 90s what hot american summer but here's the thing we're gonna get it's 1991 so it's not really full turn into the new decade like 91 is still hair metal right right it's it's not nirvana it's not alternative music none of that's happened yet because that's 93 94 when mm-hmm. all that stuff kind of happened so we're going to get we're it's still very much an 80s decade with 91 where i guess that where i guess 81 was very much still a 70s decade so we'll probably see a lot of uh shoulder pad and or <laughs> skid row and or poison inspired attire but uh they also made no uh no announcement about who's coming back, but I'm assuming it's most of, if not the entire original crew, including your Bradley Coopers. And if Paul Rudd's not out, Ant Manning.
0: That's right. Captain uh, Captain America, new one's coming out uh, very shortly. Civil War. All right, uh, Matt, what do Sam Rockwell, Jeffrey Tambor, Steve Coogan, David Tell, John Leguizamo, Abby Elliott, John Glazer, Jay Farrow, Larry Murphy... James Adomian, and more have in common?
1: I was going to say they're all dudes, but you mentioned Abby Elliott. You're right, yep. And I was all, all going to mention Good Hair, but
0: then you mentioned David Tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Mark, what is it? Uh, they are all part of a brand new R-rated, feature-length animated film called The Adventures of Drunkie, and you can help get this thing made. The Adventures of Drunkie? The Adventures of Drunkie. Okay. Uh, you got to head over to this Indiegogo page, because I, I personally... I'm hawking this one on my own, man, oh. because I want this really bad. Sam Rockwell is my favorite actor, and I want this to see the light of day. Uh, this studio uh, that's uh, that's bringing this movie hopefully to light is the same team behind *Ugly Americans*, *Super Jail*, *Wonder*, in *Golden Age*, *The Jellies*, and *Gulan*. *The Insatiable*. Uh, it's a Brooklyn-based film and animation company, and uh, and they're putting together an R-rated animated. Future film called The Adventures of Drunkie, and uh, they've got most of this stuff in the can as far as like the VO work, but they need to get this thing animated. I wanted to animate a music video for Mark Says Hi, and yeah. then when I reached out I'm to. I'm sure it's expensive. Oh, dude, it's. What do you think it is? Uh, uh, here, you, I'll, okay, I'll give you give a, me a, a some parameters. A, How long? I'll give you some parameters. Okay. 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Uh, obviously, in color or whatever. In color. Um. Just 60 seconds animated video from animated a professional company. From
1: a professional animation company,
0: I'm thinking 20 grand. Almost. 25 grand. 25 was what the, shit. Now, I was thinking five grand. Okay. Because I'm thinking five grand is a lot of shit. Ch- 60 seconds? You go on Fiverr and see yeah. if someone could uh, do it stick figures. No, 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 I'm making right. that happen. Uh,. No, I ended up getting a good deal, and, and and I ended up making it. It didn't, it was fine. It's fine. I'm happy with it. It's not the fine. best. It's not the worst. It's fine. Okay. But when I found out how much animation costs. That's expensive. I was like, holy shit. And then these people make half-hour episodes of things, let alone full-blown movies. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, what is what is a half-hour of The Simpsons cost to make at this point? It's got to be. It's a lot. I'm Sure,
0: thinking. So let's say, I mean, they make a lot of money on advertising. Well, they do.
1: And then also, but at the same time, they have very well compensated voice actors who have been doing this for 20-some seasons at this point. So those people are bringing in a pretty penny per episode, plus the animation of it. I would also imagine that there's a point Uh where you just make your own animation studio, and it's cheaper to hire your own people and pay them an hourly rate. Well, than it is to like outsource this.
0: Well, Auggenblick Studios, they're the they're the team behind this. It's the name of the studio. Okay. Um not go, Lucasfilm. Yeah, not Lucasfilm. Go to uh, go to LaughButton dot and five, uh, twenty, grand. 20 yeah, it's, grand. It's crazy. That's the adventure, the adventures of Drunkie. Just look it up and uh, hit the Indiegogo page. There is some sweet ass uh, rewards for this. You could get drunk dialed by a wizard. Like, like it's this, it's the. It's the, one of those types yeah, of things. It's so, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm so, uh,
1: the, you know, one of the funniest, one of the funniest Kickstarter campaigns, and this was actually pre-Kickstarter and Indiegogo, was, um, was uh, the drummer for Tenacious D in the Vandals. What's his name? Um, totally spacing on his name. He basically wanted to put out a new solo album, and his things were just things like, you know, I come to your house and play a wicked drum solo and stuff like that. It was so funny. Uh, that's great. Yeah, and I'm
0: totally spaced on his name, so we'll look it up. We'll insert it later. Yeah, All sure. All right, some other quick news: <laughs> uh, the High Plains Comedy Festival announces their um, headliners for the fourth year. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Garfunkel and Oates, Kyle Kinane, and Cameron Esposito. Very cool. It's a great and, festival, man. Great festival. Amy Schumer is on the cover of Vanity Fair, uh, straddling a bomb. So if that's what you're into, pick up that uh, issue. It's and, a little uh, pinupish. Like
1: you know, like almost like what you would see on the side of like a bomber plane, in yeah, like, you totally, know, in like totally. World War Two. But also, I'm wondering if there has if, if there was an intentional Doctor Strangelove yeah, type maybe. of uh, injection into it too. And by the way, yep. if you guys have not seen Stanley Kubrick's Doctor Strangelove? Like, watch that movie. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, do yourself a do <laughs> Gentlemen, yourself There's a, no arguing it. in here. This is a war room. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like it was. It's very Mel Brooks ish. Um, but, you know, it's it's Kubrick's twist and take on it. Um,
0: so there you go. All right. Also up on the site, the uh, We've got a review of Chris Hardwick's new special called Fun Comfortable, which comes out uh, this, weekend this weekend yeah. on Comedy Central. Got a uh, first episode review of the brand new CNN show United Shades of America with W. Kamau Bell. And we'll have an interview with him up on the site. Uh, Very shortly, Mm -hmm. Uh, we got a full breakdown of Samantha Bee's recent episode, Brian Moots' new comedy album, and uh, I beg the question: Could a comedian ever be president? Uh, What's the the solution you came to? Well, uh, (laughs) my solution or or comedians' solutions, because that's a good question. Because comedians say no, and the reason why they say no is, is, uh, you know, I don't want to give away the whole article, but but uh, the reason comedians say no is that there's too much. Um, there's too much to dig up in a comedian's past that would cause them in the political space to get destroyed, right? Whereas I'm thinking, well, that makes you real.
1: But I also think that, fast forward 10 years from now, every potential presidential candidate is going to have some dumb YouTube clip out there or some dumb Vine they did or some dumb tweet true. they made or some dumb thing they shared on social media when they were 16 because It's going to catch up. It's just going to catch up and everyone's going to be like, yeah, of course they, Of course, there's a video of them doing some dumb shit because everyone's everyone's going to have those at some point. Right. Man, you know? I'm, dude. It's not like you can uh, stay off social media as a 16-year-old kid um, and then... You know, or think that have that much forethought, forethought to think I'll stay off social media because I want to be president
0: one day. All right, all right. That's that's gonna do it for the news. The rest of it, just head over to laughbutton.com, yeah. and uh, follow us on the socials at the Laugh Button, and uh, we'll we'll be in your Twitter feed, and uh, you'll get all the latest when it happens. We get it up there ASAP. So uh, just do yourself a solid, do that. Uh, and now it's time for our interview with the very lovely and uh, the reigning champion of coolest person on earth right <laughs> now tiffany Curly haddish she's she's amazing here's tiffany everyone ready to do this yes yeah, she's ready all right my name is mark seaman that's unfortunate but fortunately <laughs> i'm joined right now by the very lovely <laughs> tiffany haddish and uh, she plays her in real life as well which is convenient <laughs> yeah because i've got questions <laughs> and or, i
2: got answers and i
0: hope you've got the answers uh, it's good to finally meet you good to meet you congrats on everything so far Thank in your career you. much continued success and Thank uh you. I've got news that you don't have, which is how awesome this new movie you're in oh, called Keanu. Tell me about Look it. at you! You're like, you're like, oh my god! You've seen. You, see, me, you started it, stretching. Like, She's which... doing neck rolls. I'm yeah, like, like, okay. It's... What? What did they use at the <laughs> ending? Like... So. I uh I no, was don't spoil i no spoilers I'm, no 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 spoilers that that's the last thing. I hate doing that when people <laughs> talk like oh can you give me the answer to everything ever like, no you know what I can't live your life all right <laughs> wait for it. patience yes go get it um I was down South by Southwest mm-hmm. and uh and obviously Keanu uh, as a work in progress right uh, they called it a play down there mm-hmm. and that was like number one on my list like I have to see this movie. Obviously, a huge Peel fan, uh-huh. and the line was to get into this thing was ridiculous awesome I had to hide in an old lady's purse <laughs> uh, fortunately, <laughs> I'm pretty flexible. I made it happen <laughs> and uh, it was I, I'm not gonna tell you anything other than it was fucking awesome and Don't. if you ask anyone in my office I, I talk about at least once or twice a day. <laughs> And and I'm already using lines from the movie as if it were like everyday pop culture dialogue, Uh but all these people haven't seen it yet, so they don't. They just think I'm crazy, crazy person. So, uh, you played the uh, character High C, Mm -hmm. which was one of my favorite juice beverages as a kid.
2: Mine too. Uh, Yeah, that's I was like, oh,
0: wee nice. It was my favorite thing. What was your flavor? What was your jam?
2: Uh, I liked grape, and I also
0: liked fruit punch. Nice. Okay, so some Mm -hmm. of the classics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I love those as well. However, when Ecto Cooler, uh, which Us, well, that was the, pretty the, good. The Ghostbusters <laughs> yes. came around. Yes, it was ecto cooler for me from now on. Out.
2: Yes, you can't even find that anymore.
0: Well, you're gonna get your own flavor. I'm hoping.
2: I hope so. Do you? Do and you I think... want it to taste like watermelon and success.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can I have some of that right now? I need some of that. Yeah. Watermelon success. That. By the way, there is. I don't think there are any watermelon flavored because they think they'd probably
2: be racist. <laughs> yeah, but I would drink it. I ain't You're, gonna you're lie. like, fuck it, I'm making it. <laughs> yeah, I'll make
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll drink it just to <laughs> let you know. All right, so the movie was a lot of fun. It was really awesome and obviously it's uh, it's very anticipated because Key and Peele, after they announced their show, was gonna go off the air was a huge bummer for all the fans, but it took them but weeks to just be working again and doing things and this movie is, is part of it and and uh, talk about that experience. You're part of this beast. I mean, the... the the pictures are cool, you know. Kitty, please. That's basically <laughs> all we're I'm like, right I can't now.
2: wait for the calendar. How about I have the cat? Oh, it, right. it took eight cats to make that, and I have the last one that they used. Wait, um, you kept the cat. I kept the cats. Like they used rescue animals okay. for this movie. They used rescue cats, and they trained them and everything. And then this was the last cat in every scene that I, I had to hold her most of the time. And every time I was holding her, she would fall asleep on me, or she like crawl up and try to get in my braids, or she <laughs> like one night we were we were filming really late. It was like two three in the morning, and I'm holding her, and we're waiting in between takes, and I'm holding her, and the trainers trying to get her and when the trainer takes her she's like ah, like
0: oh wow she want to so be it's... with
2: me there's pictures of us where we're falling well i'm holding her and we're both asleep together oh, man. and like a set deck and everybody was like you need to take this cat this is your cat like they got to find her a home yes she should be yours she should be yours and i was like i don't know i got two dogs i got a pit bull oh,
0: and uh, a maltese
2: yorkie i don't know if they're gonna get along and, the, and they're all hungry <laughs> <laughs> and i brought the 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 uh yorkie uh Maltese mix, I brought her with me to okay. tape in New Orleans because I'm like, you know, I need something to take care of while I'm gone. And so I brought her with me and the, and the trainer's like, I'll teach you how to get them to get along. So they, we went to my hotel room. The dog and the cat were getting along so good. I was like, well, shucks. If they get along this good, I might as well take her. Yeah. So I... um i came back to la the trainer meets me at the laugh factory where i was um coaching kids in comedy and he brings the cat and all the kids are like oh my god it's a cat it's a cat oh she's so cute she's so cute i was like she's a superstar she's a celebrity yeah she's in the movie keanu i don't know she wants to be touched by you guys and um yeah so that's my girl. Wow, I heard I named her Catonic.
0: Oh man, great name. Catonic is solid. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's a T-shirt. That's yes. a tattoo. Yes. That's uh, definitely an Instagram. And she's I a little celebrity. That I
2: walk her because I'm gonna take her on the red carpet when we do the premiere. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. And she's she's ready.
0: All right, she's ready to she go. She can handle
2: loud noises. I mean, we <laughs> were shooting guns around her. So. That's
0: true. That's true. Now I heard that it took eight cats to to make this because certain scenes required certain cat. One was better at stunts. One mm-hmm. was better at just looking cute. Mm-hmm. You you no, the other one was better at whatever, staring at the camera. Yeah. So that's pretty fascinating. And and here you are. Uh, most people try to take something from the set. You took a, an animal. I took the that's animal. <laughs> and
2: she's in all the like all the billboards. It's her that's posing in all the billboards. Ah,
0: so you know that for a fact? I kn- I'm pretty
2: sure her marks match the same marks oh, as the cat in the billboard. Nice. I'm pretty sure it's her. And so the trainer have... told me that she was doing most of the photography.
0: Wow. So you yeah. got the face of Keanu. Yes. So, so at South by Southwest, before the movie started, mm-hmm. uh, Key and Peele came out on stage, oh, and everybody did? went bananas, and uh, they had this just duffel bag, you know, and they just had these blank stares, and everyone's like, okay, what's going on? What's in the duffel bag? And, uh, you know, they started talking about how it's a work in progress in this movie, and if it sucks, we'll just shoot the whole thing again, and all making <laughs> jokes, it was great. Then they opened up the duffel bag and they had stuffed cats, like stuffed animal oh, cats yeah. piano, and they were yeah. chucking them in the crowd and everyone was going bananas, and uh, I, I'm telling you, Tiffany, this is a Get ready, man. This is a game changer for you. You did a fantastic job. Do you believe uh,
2: me as a gangster? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up. Yeah, and my training with my cousins paid off.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> you 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 played the role fantastically, and then of course you have to play it a little soft too, because mm-hmm. you're kind of a love interest here. Yeah, going on, you're trying to you know get in the way of uh, Jordan Peele and his love for this cat. So uh, without giving you know too much do away, do you know
2: I did not realize I was a love interest till right before we shot that scene. Really? Yes.
0: Because was that one of the last things you shot, or
2: no, no? Well. N- no, that was not one of the last things that we shot, but it was probably like two weeks in. Okay. And uh, he's the director. Peter's like, yeah, so you're, you're the love interest. So give him the sexy eyes. I was like the love interest. It don't read really <laughs> like that on the script. I don't get naked. We not kissing. We not that. Like, what do you mean? I'm the love interest for real. Cause I've never been nobody's love. Interest. I didn't wear the right shade today. <laughs> I got like,
0: different underwear oh my on. God, I should
2: have been working out more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> well, it, you, your chemistry played off organically. Then if, if you truly did find that out seconds before, so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. kudos on that, man. Yeah. But, oh, I can't wait. I, I can't believe I've seen this and you haven't. Um, yeah,
2: I yeah. haven't. I've only seen a couple of scenes from okay. doing, like, ADR. Yeah, yeah. And um, still not much, just a few few parts. That mm-hmm. means the sound guy was really good. And, like, redoing some of the, um you know, the words fo- so it can play on TV. Right. right. Which oh, I that's thought was right. hilarious. I'm
0: glad you brought that up because I... I uh, it was I, a lot of N-words in that yeah, movie. Yeah, <laughs> I never talk about that, but we, we should. Most people uh, are aware when they see the TV version version of something you know everything's mm-hmm. dubbed in and that's something you guys actually have to do ahead of time right. now now in the in the writer's room or when you do have to do that is that all planned for you or or do you get to kind of wing that and oh make we it got up, to uh, wing some yes, stuff i got yes. to like
2: he was like yeah say say nerd and i was like what if i say jerk or what if i say this or what if i yeah. say that like and there was a part of it, where it was like yeah motherfucker get the bag and then we was trying all different kind of stuff and i was like this is a perfect one yeah mother hubbard get the bag because he's moving <laughs> slow like an
0: old lady Right.
2: Like, it would be, I was like, you should just leave that Mother in the movie Hubbard. just on general. I <laughs> like, like
0: it. Going back to the old grade school tales, yes. Mother Hubbard and the cupboard. Uh That's gonna. That's a lot of fun. I can't wait to see. I, I almost want to see the uh, the edited version now. Yeah.
2: There's one part where I say uh, again yeah, and then I cut his dick off and then they're like, OK, we got to say something else besides dick. I was like, cut his leg off, cut his fingers off, cut his soul off. cut his, his soul.
0: <laughs> like, There's a bunch of stuff. Oh, that's great.
2: So I don't know which one they're going to use, but I gave them a lot of options. Well,
0: hopefully all the outtakes make it on the Blu-ray. Oh, Uh, man. There's so many. I'm sure they will. Oh, man. All right. Well, Tiffany, we got to turn on the Wayback Machine for a little bit because Mm -hmm. before there was Keanu... There was a television show called That's So Raven. Oh, yeah. uh
2: <laughs> My very first paid acting it, gig.
0: Yeah, you know, let the facts be facts. Yes. Let's not try to bury anything. Yes,
2: I'm not going to bury it.
0: Uh, That's So Raven happened, right? So, that happened. Uh, that this happened. was your
2: first paid gig. This was my, yes. Well, I did a, a movie before that, but I never got paid for it, so that doesn't count.
0: Uh, was that a friends thing or was that no, just like it was a something I got get out some of stuff for real?
2: <laughs> I was homeless and some lady from Scientology got me to start taking um, classes up there. And then I started taking Dianetics. classes. Oh, my gosh. Dianetics. And then they were like, you should audition for this movie. So I go audition for the movie up there at this Church of Scientology. And then they give me the role. And then they never paid me. And I was homeless.
0: I know a guy. You want me to? Nah,
2: it's cool. You want me to make it's moves? Cool. Do it's, cool. The, it's cool. you just give me It's cool. Blink
0: twice if you, if you want me to make moves. No one can see what you're I'm doing. I'm not
2: going to blink <laughs> no, no times. Because the, the guy that promised me the money, he ended up like... In bad situations, you oh, know, okay. it's like, you know, I put a curse on myself
0: mm-hmm.
2: where um, if anybody do any wrong by me or do something bad to me, then it comes right back to them times
0: 50. Oh, wow. Okay. And their whole life usually falls apart. Well, I'm glad we've already hugged. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're, cool. uh, we're, we're celebrating things right now. You're <laughs> making me a little Don't do nothing bad d- to <laughs> me. It's
2: going to come sorry. back. It's going to bounce off
0: of me. Wow. That's my curse. All right. Uh, all right. Before so, we, but before that's so raving. Right. Well, I, I want to go back even further because you have a very interesting you know uh-huh. childhood in, in life and how you found your way into comedy and and uh and where you're at today because you, you your vibe and your attitude right now, everything's so positive, your energy's high, you're feeling it like you're somebody I would want to be a part of any of my projects no matter what I'm doing. Everything
2: and, I do turns out pretty good.
0: Carmichael show there it is well we will we'll talk Husbands about that Hollywood. as well love that I mean, one as well you know, so I could just keep going. So w- with uh, with you wa- with what you w- would like to disclose versus, uh, you know, you don't have to say everything, but you did have an interesting upbringing. Yeah. You know?
2: I mean, my mom, she had a really bad car accident. She mm. ended up be, uh, being diagnosed schizophrenic depressant, um, which now that I've seen the Will Smith movie, I think my mom just has a concussion, yeah. like OJ A little CTE, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. You okay. know, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, all her symptoms match up exactly with that. Wow. And so um, and she's in a mental institution now. Now, and hopefully, I make enough money where I could just buy an apartment building and let her be crazy inside that building. But <laughs> and I can hire nurses and doctors to sure. take care of her. That's that's my goal that's now. A great goal, when man. I originally got into this business, my goal was just for my dad to see me and love me and be proud mm-hmm. of me. And maybe I get to meet him. And I did meet him, and I know him. And now I'm like my original goal should have been to take care of my mama from the get go. Right. But whatever. That's okay. We live and we learn. Yeah. And, and now I know exactly my roots. But, yeah, so I ended up in foster care, me and my brothers and sisters, and um moved around quite a bit. And I used to get in trouble in school for talking a lot. And I was in drama because there was this boy named Adi Jamo who ended up playing for the Redskins. Oh, hold who,
0: on a second. How do you say this name? Adibola Jamo. That's right. That sounds like a... That sounds like something I ordered down in Argentina. That's a Nigerian Yeah, yeah, right? It's
2: great. (laughs) But he was so fine, and I was getting bussed out to Woodland Hills, which is about 30, 40 miles from South Central. And I was getting bussed out to the schools out there, and it was only like 3% black. And so I was trying to figure out how to make friends, how to fit in. So I used to, like, talk to myself and make imaginary characters up. And so I would get sent to the dean's office all the time for being racist. But I wasn't being racist. I just thought the white kids would think this is funny. Right. So I had, like, a little bird. Um little imaginary bird and I would call it Cracker and i would be like, What's the answer to number seven, Cracker? And like kids would laugh and the teacher would send me to the dean's office. Sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> t- I mean, I had all kinds of stuff going on, but I ended up well, maybe
0: maybe not to stop you, but maybe there'll be this will lead to a sequel for Keanu called Cracker. Uh, and wait, we'll get a you will know, we'll we'll get, get a, a bird, bird movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a bird movie.
2: I'm like, Cracker wanna poly. Like <laughs> it used to be so weird. I wanna make that a cartoon. Oh you That should. section of my life. I really would love that to be a cartoon, but this boy Adi, he was in drama. He was the only black kid in drama and I thought to myself oh man, I need to get in drama because Adi's so fine and then you know I'm black, he black, we're going to have to do love scenes they're going to make us kiss and that's all I want to do is kiss this boy right so I got in drama and then the teacher would never put us together as husband and wife and stuff or nothing. I would like try to get somebody in class to write something so we could be like together. The teacher's like no, we're going to put Sally with you and I'll be like why? Why are you being so racist? I need your racist to turn back Black, the other way. Black, we black. <laughs> I used to get on it. Wow. I was like, no, me and Audie going to. And he would be like, no, nah, get away from me. You're weird. You and had
0: missions, man. And yeah, and you always. Were
2: always had missions. Always had goals. Forward thinking. Yes, always. Always.
0: Wow, that's <laughs> awesome.
2: And so I was still getting this all this trouble. Never well, your dean's probably
0: up. like, yeah, well, okay. You know, yeah. that obviously led to a great career. Yeah, because, so. oh, my People God. People just don't understand when they kids really are don't. doing their thing, they man. They really and don't. It's they foreshadowing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes.
2: So great! I remember they You know that test they make you take uh, to tell you what the aptitude test to tell oh, you what yeah, your profession's yeah. gonna be. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and they said mine would be nurse or uh, I would make a great nurse or a teacher, and that's it. no other options no other options nurse or teacher and I was like no I'm gonna be a horse farmer I'm gonna own a beef jerky factory and I'm going to have a snicker factory and I'm gonna make snickers and I'm gonna have a pantyhose factory so I can fix the runs and stockings I'm gonna be a businesswoman. wow (laughs) that's what I wanted to do with my life cause I thought my my grandma always said you know do what you love only do what you love then it's Mm. never work it's always enjoying yourself and you're probably Make the most money at doing that. Like my grandma loved to be a server. She was a waitress for like 35 years. She loved serving, she bringing loved people it. food, yeah. and she made a lot of money. She Good was working for her. at Lori's, making like 300 dollars a the night. Be-
0: By the way, that's the best advice. Right? I- I- that's we. That's what I tell everyone too. It's like just what's the point like you're here for a reason you know that reason just do that yeah because it, it makes all the other problems go away like yeah. you're gonna be happy you'll like be if you're happy st- if you're chasing money the whole time you're just never gonna be satisfied right Right. Yeah, yeah. now you
2: might it might be hard at first you might right. be homeless a couple of times but
0: but you can get through it you're you living will proof. survive it yeah.
2: and that being homeless teaches you how to you know ma- manage your money and how mm-hmm. to you know wash yourself with baby wipes and nobody know you're homeless <laughs>
0: so, is that's that the, the like, trick that's <laughs> i might start doing that anyway man my water bill's getting high new york city's no joke man
2: (laughs) man they are raising do you know in the next 10 years they're average they're saying that water
0: bills will be about
2: a thousand dollars a month wow
0: well i I just i will install
2: solar panels and all kind of stuff in my house
0: yeah we're gonna have to start collecting rain yeah yeah. and uh, And that's what i got rain collecting
2: bins i got that and because it's gonna be it's already 17 cents a watt
0: Oh, is it really? Well in California you guys are in bad shape, man. I feel I like I tried to extra moisturize before I came out here in Mm -hmm. case somebody had to ring me out just (laughs) to you know, you never know. You meet somebody in the street and they're like, oh, please water anything. I'm like, here, just squeeze my finger really hard. I th- there you go. That's hilarious, all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> hilarious. All right. But tip- yeah, my social worker got me
2: into comedy. She was getting tired of t- coming up there every weekend, every week to the school. And she was like, you got two choices this summer, Tiffany. You either go to the Laugh Factory comedy camp or you go to psychiatric therapy. Which one you want to do? And I was like, which one got drugs? She said, you're going to be on drugs if you go to therapy. I said, well, then I guess I'll go to the comedy camp. and there. Was was the first time that a man grown men ever told me I was beautiful Mm -hmm. that I was talented that I was funny that I was anything but anything that wasn't negative that was the first time I heard men tell me that and I didn't feel like they were going to try to hurt me or lure me somewhere or do something bad to me and these were men that I looked up to David Allen Greer he was one of our mentors and then um, Dan Cook came through there Charles Fleischer who was like super important to like me even being funny because that Who Framed Roger Rabbit movie set the foundation for me.
0: That's your that's your go-to? That, that's my that's go-to. That is
2: my foundation movie. When it's a great movie. When the detective says to the rabbit, why are these people doing these nice things for you? He says, because I make them laugh, Eddie. If you make people laugh, they'll do anything for you. And that, man, because I could barely read. I didn't have any friends. And I was like, how can I make friends? I'm just going to try to make people laugh. I'm going to just try that. And it. Oh my goodness! People let me copy their homework. They would like bring me clothes. They would give me their lunch. They would do so much. Let me have their lunch tickets. Like I just when I think back about it, like me stay at their houses over the weekend and watch their cable. Like all this stuff people used to do for me, and now I try to give back as much as I can. Like anybody who puts a smile on my face, I'm like, what do you need? How can I help you? Do you need any help? Like do you need to? Cause cause that was the mo- like without those those pivotal people in my life, I would I mean I wouldn't be here right now. Wow, man. I would not be here. And Charles Fleischer came in there, I was like, oh. (laughs) I was singing Little Mermaid songs
0: and stuff. You're like, like da 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 <laughs> da 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 <laughs> da da da. da, 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 da. It's so him. It's Roger Rabbit is here. <laughs> that's so great. That's so <laughs> great. Were you ever uh, Tiffany Rabbit for Halloween? Did you ever no, try to pull that off? No, but that's a good idea. Hey, step it up. I I October mean, is one be... Be every year. <laughs> yeah, it's one every I wish my
2: boobs would get bigger so I could be Jessica Rabbit, but I don't want to do surgery. you're
0: Tiffany Rabbit, man. Do your own Rabbit thing. Oh yeah, huh?
2: Be Tiffany. Rabbit. That's yeah, a good idea.
0: Sure, do it. I
2: might have to do that. You know, he's still my friend. Charles yeah. Fleischer's is a good friend of mine, and he's a scientist. And because of him, I'm like, I got me a microscope. I look at germs and all that. I'm a weirdo. Like, what? That. That's a, well. Yes. First of all,
0: it's not weird. That's awesome. Number two, <laughs> that's so cool. You're friends with him. Number three, how is anyone not still friends with you after meeting you? Like, uh, already, I'm like this best friends forever <laughs> man, BFF. <laughs> Uh, I got I to gotta go buy a necklace and split it in half and give you the other <laughs> half. Um, that would be awesome. That would be really awesome. So, so you find your way to comedy. What a great way to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you hone your craft and then you're killing it. And uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, so so does that lead to that? So Raven or, or so, did that happen yeah, before?
2: So, so I'm doing stand up, doing my thing. I was working at the airlines, too. And then I stopped working at the airlines. So like, I'm going to pursue comedy 110%. And one of my old colleagues Was friends with this agent, and she's. The agent was telling her, "I gotta find an attractive black female comic for this big black comedy show, and I can't find any. There's like no beautiful female comics that are actually funny." And my friend was like, "I know the perfect person. I know the perfect person. She used to work with me at the airlines, and she just started doing comedy full time. You need to call her." And at that time, I was still listed in the phone book. Like I kept my number listed because in case in case my dad was looking for me, he just could call 411 put ask for tiffany haddish and boom there i am so this agent the, my coworker didn't have my number or anything. This agent calls 411, okay. gets my phone number, calls me. I'm thinking it's my colleagues getting ready to throw me a party, like a going away party because they never threw me one, right? And she's like, I'd love for you to come to our office and meet with us. We're interested in representing you. You know, we heard a lot of great things about you. And so we'd love for you to come in. So I dress like I'm going to a party, mm-hmm. right? Because I know this is going to be a big surprise party. I get right. there. It's a real office, a real little agency. This lady is actually breastfeeding her baby because she just had right the baby. Right there on the spot? Right there. She pulls her titty. I was like, whoa, okay. Is this a real place to be? Where is the surprise? Like, oh, where's my
0: cake? So like, Hollywood. I love it, right?
2: And they're like, I ended up spending two hours there with them, talking with them about what I want to do and stuff. And then they started sending me out on auditions. And, like, maybe five months later, boom, I get that So Raven. But right before then, I was in a Wes Craven movie as a, a glorified extra. Wait, Wes Craven got. movie? Yes, He's yes. from
0: Cleveland. Rest, rest his soul. He passed away, unfortunately. Yeah, but what, what movie but, was it?
2: Um, It was... Uh, the the werewolf or something. Okay. It was with Scott Bayo Okay, and, um, oh Scotty um, <laughs> ball games.
0: Good old Scott Baio. And
2: um old girl that uh, uh that played Wednesday in the Adams Family. yeah What's her Christina name? Ricci. Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. And it was like some kind of a werewolf kind of movie or whatever. Okay. And I was screaming in the elevator. They didn't even use my scene, but I got my SAG voucher through that. No Boom. way. Yes, you didn't say a
0: word. You just screamed in the elevator. Screamed you got like your crazy SAG card. for
2: three days and got my SAG. Card and then boom! Like two months later, doom, I get that so raving, oh, crazy. and I was working on that for a minute, and okay. then yeah, and it's you, just and like you have, everything start going. Boom, boom, yeah,
0: boom. yeah. Boom. You've you've definitely. I mean, your your list of credits read like a comedy jukebox, man. You've you've been a part of some amazing comedy yeah. series, man. Yeah.
2: Sunny in Philadelphia, S- sunny where Philadelphia. I got New to Girl, have. right Did you
0: do New Girl? I feel like yes, yeah. New Girl.
2: I did that, you know. But I really liked when I got to do Sunny in Philadelphia because Danny DeVito rested his head on my sternum. Uh, and I was like put your little head on my sternum." (laughs) with your that made me feel so good because I watched him in taxi and was like one day he's going to be I'm going to work with him I used to say like every person I ever said one day I'm going to work with I've worked with I used to I used to think David Allen Gray was so dope. I'm like, he going to be my friend. Now he's playing my father yep. on the Carmichael show. You know, he's playing my father-in-law. Loretta Devine, I used to watch her and wait in the exile. I used to play that movie over and over and be like, one day you're going to be my real mama. I just want you to be my mom. And now she's my mother-in-law and a good friend of mine. Like, it's like it all comes together, man. That's
0: amazing. Because
2: I'm a unicorn. I use my unicorn
0: powers. <laughs> yes, you do. And I attract
2: it to me. <laughs> the last black unicorn <laughs> Tiffany Haddish that's what I want my special to be called when I shoot my special the
0: last black unicorn mm-hmm. Tiffany haddish well you just said it so it's gonna happen yeah, you have a pretty happen. good track record yeah all right let's let's dive into the Carmichael show because this this show is a very important show mm-hmm. I think it's a, a a show that's very necessary and it's able to achieve some things that we haven't been able to do on TV for a while, which is talk about some pretty important issues, you know. Right. And, and more importantly, from a black person's perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also very important to help break down these barriers. I, I married a, a Puerto Rican woman and, mm-hmm. and she, you know, they're the like the minority of the minorities. Yes, right. There's the minorities yes. and then there's the minority the of minorities. minorities so she's yep. down there and she's trying to yell and scream and get her voice out there, too. So th- things like this show help that uh be possible, right? right? And and uh, I think. I mean the writing's obviously great, the acting's great, everyone that's involved is great and I think that's why this works. And and this has been tried before too. I remember Whoopi Goldberg years ago tried a v- sort of a political driven, you know, comedy drama. It just didn't work. People didn't want it. They they just didn't want an all in the family for whatever right. generation. So so why do you think this one broke through? Why do you think it's doing so well?
2: I think it's doing really well because it's not just one sided. It's like mm-hmm. five, six different points of views about a subject. Also it's full of comedians like it is full of people with right. excellent timing the only people that are Chops. on the show that are that are on the show that don't have stand-up comedy experience is amber stevens west and loretta divine and if you ever get to meet loretta divine you will find out that woman is a comedian yeah she doesn't okay? need stand-up she yeah, just... is hilarious just on her own and like I feel like we have a show that if we decided to go on tour, Mm -hmm. like, and just do a stand-up comedy tour, that, you know, Amber could host it or Loretta could host it. And we have one of them, you know, we would all do stand-up and then have one of them sing a song, a funny song in the middle, and everybody would laugh and then keep on going. Like, that's how dope I think this cast is. And the chemistry is so... Fantastic, and and we're really de- like we're not just saying things that we think people are talking about. We're saying things that people are really saying. Right, we're we're really it's tapping straight into out the of the s-
0: conversation. Yeah,
2: straight out of, yeah. like there are parts in this series like where we're talking about. Uh, foster care and it's from my experience we bringing that up and like mental health issues mm-hmm. like we're talking about sh- real like guns shit guns Bill
0: cosby yeah the
2: black lives Terrorists, matter issue, yeah, sure. all that stuff the muslims like all, everything that's there impressive is nothing man. off limits transgender mm-hmm. like there is nothing off limits it's pretty cool how yes. was that
0: audition, by the way? Was that? Uh, I never was... even got to audition, man. You didn't even have to. I well. They were just like, get us a black unicorn. (laughs) No. Well, there's only one of those.
2: Look, me and Little Rel Howery have been friends since we did Bill Bellamy's Who's Got Jokes, right? And we would be on the phone. love Lil Rel, by
0: the way. I love him too. His special was good, man. Yeah, Yeah, he's funny. He is funny.
2: funny. And that's my buddy. And we'd be on the phone for years just manifesting this. Like, one day, we're going to work together. We're going to be each other's sister and brother. We're going to be coworkers. Or we're going to be husband and wife. or like We would just talk on the phone like once a month about what we are going to be, right? Right? And then cut to, he books this show with with a Gerard mm-hmm. and he's like, Man, you need to come and audition. I'm like, I told my agent, but they said they didn't want to see me. Like, they couldn't see me. And so um, he's like, Man, that's messed up. That's messed up. They done hired some other girl. And um, I was like, Oh, well. And he's like, Tiffany, you got to figure out something. We got to say something to Gerard. We got to get you a guest star or something. So I run into Gerard at the comedy club. Okay. I walk up to him. Now, I've known Gerard for some years at this point. Okay. We've worked together a few times. So there's 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 history. There's history. And he's always telling me how funny I am and how he looks up to me and stuff. Right. So I see him.
0: So you called him on it.
2: I see him and I called him out. I was like, (laughs) I was like, hey, Gerard, I just saw your special. Good job. I'm so proud of you, man. And congratulations on getting a pilot. Man, that is so great. And he was like, yeah, thanks. Thank you so much. He's like, I'm proud of you, too. You know, you working on OWN and all that. I was like, oh, yeah, with Tyler Perry. But... I need to tell you something. He was like, what? I was like, I feel like it's real disrespectful how you didn't invite me to audition or nothing. You telling me you think I'm talented. You telling me you love my comedy and all that. But you don't invite me out for nothing. Not even just to just just to read the lines with you. Like, Shits nothing? and giggles,
0: man. Shits nothing? and giggles. Right. That
2: is so disrespectful. I'm really mad at you about that. But if you need any help with anything, you just give me a call. I will run lines with you. I'll stand in. I'll get coffee. I'll be a PA or whatever. I'm unemployed till next summer. So, whatever you need help with, you just call Tiff. Okay. I got you, boo. I got you. He's laughing and he's like, okay, okay. So, then two weeks later, I get a phone call. And they asked me to come in and do a table read with them because the network, one of the table read, and the young lady that they hired for the part was doing a play. Uh,
0: now, I was
2: like, all right, I'll come in.
0: Her bad. So,
2: mm, <laughs> mm, <you> don't <laughs> let unicorns show up to <laughs> something because they going to be there. So. Yeah,
0: you don't play around if you want the real deal, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, with the network
2: gig, yeah, I would have yeah. been like, sorry, play, get an understudy, <laughs> I'm out. But I go up there. I just do do the lines, okay. whatever. Get up out of there. Then the next day they call me and say, can you come and rehearse with us? Because she's still doing this play. She's not available. I say, yeah, no problem. So I come and rehearse with them. And, you know, when I whenever I do anything, I always put all of me into it. I always give 110%. Even though they were not paying me, there was no talk about pay. There was no mm-hmm. talk about I'm doing something for my friend, and I want my friend's thing to be the best that it can be. And so. Um,
0: so awesome, man. Yeah, I just
2: I'm here to be of service. That's what best. I Feel like,
0: attitude ever.
2: Well, I just feel like that's what I'm here on Earth to do. I'm here sure. to make it better for every. Like whoever's wanting to be in my presence is to to make your life what, better. Why aren't
0: there more people like you?
2: Because they haven't had their ass beat like me. You haven't seen the shit I've seen. You haven't cried like I've cried. You haven't seen suffering like I've seen. But why And I don't it, want nobody to feel that way ever.
0: Right, and they should, and hopefully no one does, you know. But right. unfortunately, that happens to people. But why do you think it takes those extreme circumstances? To cause such a, a, a dramatic reaction, you know? Uh I like, don't, can't people understand just by, you know, thinking about it, knowing about it, like reading about it, like I don't I don't I think you have to experience
2: certain yeah. things. I really think you have to experience certain things. Like I don't know, some dudes that I date say I'm super negative, but that's because I call them out on their shit. Well and so uh, if Don't have if any shit. Right? If that's negative, <laughs> put your shit in the toilet. Don't, don't put it shit. in my house. And if you feel like that's negative, then get the fuck out. Like I just I, if I see something not cool, I'm going to call it out, you know. And if that makes me a negative person, then I guess I'm a negative person. But I just feel like if you want to grow and be better and if you love or care about somebody, yeah. you have to call them out on their shit yeah, so they can grow. It's I'm true. not trying to hate on you. I'm just trying to make you be the best you. I'm not even trying to make you do that. I'm just letting you know what gets the fuck on my nerves.
0: Man, actress, comedian, life coach, (laughs) champion, unicorn. The list is getting longer and longer. Well,
2: you know, philanthropist. (laughs) Yeah. uh humanitarian and
0: and homeowner now right homeowner congratulations yes. man yep. that's big news yeah that's
2: super big now my um, goal is to buy a piece of property every year for the next 15 years and own all of los angeles
0: whoa hey okay no, right. i don't know well, if you <laughs> need someone know. to uh you know manage the properties let me know yeah, i'll try to help gonna you out need that. i am all right gonna need that. well i'm right here <laughs> i know a guy okay that's just like my thing for everything i just i know a guy i know a guy that can do that you know i know a guy who can charge your phone <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can help you out so uh all right, congrats on the success with the Carmichael show. It's Thank so good, you. so important, so glad Thank it's you. back. Thank I hope it gets some. Mimmies. And it, it's it's gonna it's it will. And uh, you know what though about awards? Here's here's how I feel about awards, man. I, uh, and this is kind of uh, lifting. Uh, I'm lifting this concept from Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, lead okay. singer of Pearl Jam. You know their band won a, a, a Grammy, and he went on stage, and he his speech literally was like, "Hey, uh, like we're giving out trophies for art." This is weird, and then just like walked off the stage, you know. Uh-huh. And it's cool; it's cool to get the awards, and you get the notoriety, and it is important, and it does feel really good. But i i never I, I never cared so much about that because there's so many things in this world that are so great that never get recognition, right? And 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 if an Emmy helps it to get more exposure, great, right? But. Uh, you just, just know you deserve an Emmy, no matter what, you guys, well, what you're doing. You I know feel what like I mean? this.
2: If we get an award, that's super great because it validates, like, in right. this world, in this society, that's validation that you're doing well. But I feel like we've already won awards because when I go to the Sloss and Swap Meet or when I go to the Crenshaw Mall or when I'm just walking down the street, walking up the Culver City stairs and somebody stops me and goes, Oh, my God, that kale episode that you guys did, it made my grandmother stop eating lard and we are working out together. Oh, girl, when you stole that TV, I was like, Mom, that was you in 94. Like, when you did, like, you know, that's an award in itself for people feeling like they can relate to those characters and relate to the situations and they're saying it to you. Right. That, to me, is an but that's and, on a word every time. You're affecting
0: them in real life. Yeah, like those are real life things. Those aren't like yeah. someone coming up to you, man, you're such a bitch on that show. You're like, that's just my character. Calm right. down. You know, it's right. like, no, this is the real deal. Yeah. Well, uh, that show's gonna be around for a long time. I, I just hope, hope you're so. ready not for buy it. they're gonna more properties. Hey, <laughs> no. well, you need 15 of them, so we need 15 <laughs> yes. seasons of the Carmichael yes. show. Yes. All right, uh, so we talked about Keanu. We talked about the Carmichael show, uh, That's So Raven. By the way, uh, for everyone who's fact-checking at home, the person that uh, eventually didn't make the cut for the Carmichael show, the play they were performing was actually That's So Raven live on stage. So (laughs) so, uh, just to... (laughs) Just to let you know f- full circle things are. She her, actually is on the
2: Brandy's new show. Oh, no yeah. Oh, okay. So she's still so she's working. Doing okay. it's she's doing, doing okay. okay. Yeah. She's just on BET. Could be worse. Could be Not worse. Not on NBC.
0: Right, right. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, you know, there's a difference. difference. So uh, what else is going on with you? Let's let's uh, last thing we'll talk about here is the, your stand-up aspect, because I think that's important. And uh, you're still getting up on stage a lot when you can, and yes. you're flexing that muscle, which is always, always very important. Yes. And I know here in L.A., there aren't as many shows and places to perform as there are in New York City, but um, now that you have uh, notoriety, like, do you have you ever wanted to play the bump card just one time, like walk in and be like?
2: Oh, yeah, I have walked, man, I've never, I've never bumped anybody off uh-huh. of a show. They have never been like, oh, Tiffany's going on, so you can't perform. Yeah, but yeah. they they squeeze me in. Oh, cool. They okay. get me in. I'll be like, oh no no, I'll go at the end or you know because um, that's always somebody a weird thing. Show yeah, I never want to be that comic that bumps somebody. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have been. If I have, I apologize now because I know what that feels like to be bumped, especially if you've been like in the mirror rehearsing, getting your lines right, everything, and then you get bumped. It's the worst. Like Dan Cook was like a. Infamous for doing that. Yeah. And I used to be like, dang, dang, my spot was at 1030. It's now one o'clock in the morning and I still haven't gone up because you decided to do three hours. Yeah, Three hours. Yeah. That's not cool.
0: That's that's not cool at all. Who's doing comedy for three? I don't understand these long winded. Hey, man, I'm just going to go for like six days. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you why? talking about? Why? And, and why? at some point you're just talking to the crowd.
2: Right. You're just you're just working out all that stuff you should have been talking about in therapy. Yeah,
0: therapy, man, <laughs> therapy. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, we're going to play a game called Defend a Movie. Mm-hmm. All right, and Defend a Movie, how you play it is uh, there's a movie that you love, and I know you love it, but no one else does, mm-hmm. and I want you to defend it right now. Mm-hmm. There's something you will defend to your dying days because mm-hmm. it just it's awesome and you love it so much, but people are just giving you shit about it okay. and always have been. So so is there a movie that comes to the front of your mind that uh, no one else really digs? You're, you're, you're on Solo Island with this. Like is um, there like a Sex in the City two that you're really feeling that Mm-mm. no one else is? I guess drumline. Oh wait, that's a good one. That's the first that time was it's my come favorite
2: up. Movie. Drumline Nick Cannon was one of my drumline. Favorites. That's when I was like, I'm gonna work with him one day, and then I did work with him. Oh man, on Real husbands of Hollywood and Nick Cannon Short Circuit and a bunch of other stuff.
0: That's funny. So yeah, uh, it's I'm a drummer, right? So mm-hmm. so outside of this stuff, I, uh-huh. I play music and play drums. So. Of course, uh, I have about 10 copies of Drumline Uh because everyone thought, what a great, what a fantastic birthday gift. No one's ever thought of it, right? So I literally have 10 copies of Drumline. I can't give these things away. Now, I now that's love no, this Now, movie. that's no disrespect. I will take five of them Do you off want five you? copies? I will take
2: five of those copies I'm going into here. my storage. Get them.
0: I'm getting five Send copies them of Joe.
2: <laughs> I'm going to get Nick Cannon to sign all of them, and I'm going to make a gang of money off of
0: them. We're going to do that, and then yeah, you're going to have- I'll
2: give you 10% of it.
0: The, I, don't, I don't want any of the money. I okay. want you to have it all. Okay, and, cool. And, uh, and He's
2: like, because you're not going to make any money off of
0: no, it. No, no, no. You are. But I want you to at least have one of those copies in each property that you own going forward. Yes, please, so so then I can watch it. (laughs) Every time you get a new property, you let me know I get you a copy of Drumline.
2: That's what's up. I like that because Drumline is a great movie. It's a movie about dedication. Yes. It's a movie about people trying to hold you down and keep you back from succeeding. Yes. But no matter what, you know what you love and you succeed and excel above all odds. And that is my life.
0: Perseverance. Mm-hmm. You are the human drumline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I love it. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I've had cousins and, and my cousins' grandparents and and my mama and a bunch of other people tell me get comedy. You're not gonna make it as no comedian girl, please. What you paying for acting classes? You spending four hundred dollars on acting classes and you ain't got no house? You stupid. You dumb, that ain't gonna pay off. You done what? What? You can't and then oh, these other actresses trying to doodle on me, trying to block me from parts, comedians trying to bump me off the really? of shows. Um, I hear telling people, Oh, Tiffany can't do clean comedy. But I've done over five hundred bar mitzvahs, sir. I've done comedy at over five hundred bar mitzvahs. That's a do lot Do you understand that there's these kids are? A lot that of I little hats. Kids that I used to do, that I did their bar mitzvah, are now casting directors and putting me on. Like, please, shut up. Because I can do anything. If I'm doing shows for Department of Children's Services and having these kids laughing and inspiring them to be better people, I can do a show at an old folks' home and make these old people laugh so hard they poop on themselves and their coloscopy bad falls off. I can do anything. And that's how I feel about Drumline.
0: Movie officially defended. That part. It's it's officially defended. You know and I'm, Zoe
2: Del Chine, Zoe Del Chanel, what's her name? Zoe
0: Deschanel? Zo- Not Zoe Deschanel. What's her Is name? It, um in, in Drumline? Yes. Zoe, uh, Zoe. She
2: was
0: in Well, there's Zoe Kravitz. She,
2: no, she was in uh, Zoe Deldana. She was in Star Wars. Uh In uh, Avatar.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Zoe Seldana. Yeah, Zoe
2: yeah. Seldana. And that's how she that's, got her. Got it cracking.
0: That's true. Line. That's true. It's always funny when you see those things like like Josie and the Pussycats. Mm-hmm. And and then you see everyone who's in that and you're like, oh my God, that's so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. Killing it in this movie. By the way, very underrated movie. And I'll defend <laughs> that movie till the end of time. Because you go back it. and watch it. Holds up. Hilarious. Uh, hysterical, go- goofy as shit. Yeah, you just watch yeah. it. I'm curious to see what you think about it. Yes. Uh, but probably no drum line. I will say <laughs> yeah. that. So don't hold it up to that in high regards. <laughs> Tiffany, this was awesome. Yes. Uh, and and as as of the taping of this interview, uh, you're on your way to another taping mm-hmm. at midnight, one yes. of my favorite shows with uh, uh, an old friend of mine, uh, Chris Hardwick. Yes, this will be and my
2: third time doing yeah, it.
0: Yeah, this is the trip. You're a triple threat now. Yeah. And uh, a little known fact I, I actually won the internet Playing hashtag wars Just for fun uh-huh. and, Uh huh And Chris gave me A huge shout out on air Because he realized It was my handle You know uh-huh. And he was like Oh my god Hi Mark It whatever That was su- super sweet of him So give him, a, give him a big hug From me I will I, I will I appreciate that And uh, um, man Congrats on everything Thank Can you Can I just bottle you up can we get to yeah. your essence and just start?
2: Well, you know, I actually am um, creating things. Yes, and you I are. I made this lotion what? called Success She Ready. Are you fucking yes, serious? Yes, I made this lotion, and also I have a perfume, but it doesn't have the label on this perfume bottle smell yet. Smell this. But in um, ooh, that smells good. And this this is success as well that I made.
0: This is seriously take your a whiff stuff? Of that. Yeah, oh take a whiff God. of
2: that. Now, should yes. I do it
0: the chemistry way, where you like yeah go you ahead waft it in, or yeah, should I just go straight it? up snort this? Just
2: waft it because, you know, it's... Yeah, see? nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically all the different... You made this? Yes. I basically put together, like I had all these different perfumes on my sink and I put all those, like I had a little bit left. So I poured them all into one container and I really liked that smell and then I went to this uh, website called Scent Matchers. Okay. And I was like, can you put these different scents together and make it for me? And they did and then boom, I got my success, she ready.
0: Can I work for you? i'm going to need what, some employees what can meeting. i what can i do to help you out man <laughs> i don't know i'm i'm on a mission now to get you to, uh, as the president of the united states of america can we just oh, do that do you well, want to no, go that I just big what weed
2: with Doug on, on his show but that's I don't know okay going to happen
0: no you, i i trust a president who smokes some weed I i'm know, not right? trusting people who are trying to cover up the fact that they smoke right, some weed Right, get out of here okay cool with your fake weeds like stop it <laughs> we've all smoked weed get over yourself right
2: yeah for and real and if you haven't it tried it's
0: fine yeah and it's
2: good for your joints and yeah. It's good for a lot of things. And it helps There's people out sleep. there with
0: conditions, man. Mm. That just, if they didn't have weed. And it heals cancer. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by the way, stop eating bad food so you don't get cancer in the that first part, place. Can we
2: do that? Stop eating processed foods. Yeah, if it so comes in a bag, bad. don't eat it.
0: There's a book you got to read called Salt, Sugar, Fat. Have you yeah. read this book yet? No, but I'm to Are I you into check that? It? Yes, I'm into right. that. Read Salt, Sugar, Fat. Uh huh. That's going to clear up a lot of things for you. You're going to figure out uh, why people are the way they are and mm-hmm. how the food processed food industry started and all that stuff. I
2: think certain and foods make you bipolar. Interesting. I really think so. I
0: hope it's not fruity pebbles because I ate a <laughs> shitload of I had a <laughs> shitload of those, man, as a kid. Captain Crunch. Really I'm in trouble.
2: Man, I really think it makes you crazy. I think it like feeds the bipolar parasite. Yeah. Because there's parasites for every single... Don't get me started. Diabetes is a parasite. Yeah. Cancer is a parasite. It's a bunch of parasites. Man, I feel and like you, can I, feed
0: you just opened another door. We're going to have to do this again. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you got to let me know when you're coming to New York City. I'll let you know when I come back out I'll to be LA. in Rochester
2: next... Uh, in May.
0: Rochester, New York.
2: Yes. What are yes. you doing up there?
0: A little comedy action? Yeah, a little
2: comedy show up there. A couple nice. of nights. Yeah.
0: But this smells good, by the way.
2: Right? This is hanging. I'm it hanging has out a here. It of my vagina in there too what yeah because when I got the bottles and I just put a little bit of coochie juice in it to attract the boys and it really turns them on
0: is that why I'm sitting two feet closer <laughs> to you now and I didn't even notice it's That's like, like a you're gravi- red. gravitational heart's pull beating
2: fast. oh my god I'm blushing right now
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the rest of this interview facing the floor uh renegotiating every choice I made in my life knowing that I made them all correctly or else I wouldn't be sitting here right now enjoying yes. my life um seriously congrats on everything man thank you. you're a champion and uh, thank you for the time and uh, everyone check out the Carmichael show on NBC you can yes. do that Keanu is in theaters in May yes I've seen it. You have it. At least I have that. You don't. When so your face. April 29th is the day and it comes out, but it'll be, yes. Oh, that's May, true. Yes. Well, it'll be in May as well. Yeah. I guess technically mm-hmm. I wasn't lying. Yes. you, will and, not. Uh, you will not And where can people follow you on all the socials and stuff uh, you so can they can find me out when you're performing? Tiffany
2: Haddish on Twitter. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish on Facebook. Tiffany Haddish on Instagram. Tiffany Haddish on MySpace. Tiffany Haddish on every social media. It's just Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany I got my Haddish own name because ain't nobody like me. The last black unicorn. Oh, yeah. And for the dudes in jail um, on Tango. So it's The Last Black Unicorn 1. I put a 1 on it just cause so you know that I'm the first and the last. Oh,
0: nice.
2: On Tango, if you want to hit me up on Tango. I talk to inmates through Tango. What is
0: Tango? Tango like is like
2: Skype or FaceTime, but you can play games with people. Oh, cool. And you can be anywhere in the world. I guess it's like WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm,
2: and it's free. Yeah. But a kidding. lot of inmates hit me up on there. I thought I was going to meet like, you know, cool guys in other countries,
0: but meeting cool yeah. guys in jail just inmates
2: yeah that's cool It's cool i'm helping out the community
0: well tiffany haddish i'm going to put this out into the universe because i'm going to see if your theory works mm-hmm. other than doing interviews like mm-hmm. this one here and we're going to do more of these i know we are mm-hmm. i'm going to work with you someday
2: Oh, yes. You will. I'm
0: making it happen.
2: You are going to work with me, and we're going to make a lot of money.
0: We're going to do some really awesome things. We're
2: going to change the world.
0: I, I'm i on board. We're going to influence people. Are you on board? I'm on board. I'm gonna, Your
2: mo to my mo, baby. I'm going to get
0: that name Seaman up in lights, and you're yes. going to help me?
2: Tiffany Haddish and Seaman.
0: <laughs> Haddish and Seaman. Sounds like a dressing it does. probably nobody wants. Haddish and Seaman. <laughs> 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 All right. Good to meet you. Good Cheers. Good to meet
2: you, too. Thank you.
0: All right, that was Tiffany Haddish. I want to thank her for joining us on the Laugh Button Podcast. What a sweetheart. I uh, can't wait to see you again. Uh, she's coming to New York hopefully very soon. If not, I'll catch uh, her back out in L.A. Matt, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm getting sick. And I can feel like it. Buddy, I'm looking, not doing well. You're
1: looking peakish. I think
0: <laughs> I'm coughing a lot, losing my voice. I got chest congestion, blowing the nose, the whole nine. Um, I'm hoping I make it to work tomorrow. This is rapidly <laughs> happening. This isn't like uh, this. This is isn't happening. like a th- like a two three day build. This is woke up today. I'm degrading quickly, <laughs> so I'm hoping to be in the office tomorrow. Uh, you heard it here first, so I'm not making it up. If I <laughs> if I have to work from home tomorrow, but nonetheless, um, there's two links people need to go to. Tomorrow. Yeah, two links. No, there's a lot of links. Well, there's two in particular. A lot I wanna, of contest I h- h- links.
1: I want to highlight.
0: Okay, let's highlight them.
1: The laughbutton.com slash contests yes. will take you to all of our contests. Oh, great. Leagues. Perfect. So, we're giving away right now no less than uh, 10, 15 tickets to different comedy shows across the country, including Marlon Wayans, The Fighter and the Kid, Bill Burr, Lewis Black, Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. Rob Schneider, mm-hmm. David Spade, mm-hmm. Nick Swartzen, mm-hmm. uh, Crystalia. Adam Sandler. I'm sorry, uh, Adam Carolla, not Adam Sandler. We already said Adam Sandler. The point I'm trying to make people there's so many fucking tickets that you can have yes Duncan Trussell there's so many tickets just go to the, the lap com, go f- slash lap com slash contest. lapbutton.com slash contest, and you can fucking make it happen you can go see a contest that, in your yeah area. this isn't
0: go see local comedian we're hooking you up with the no this no. is this, this is, is Lewis. Fucking this is the Black. real deal yeah this is the real yeah. deal
1: these are these are these I'm are fucking names around. Around. so yeah so go and enter the contests enter them as frequently as you want uh, Doug loves movies uh, you know we're giving away tickets to see that so it's you just gotta go com slash contests and I feel like twice a day we update that page with uh, contests of new stuff we're giving away Um, and we're very very in the very near future going to start giving away stuff that's beyond just tickets to shows some signed stuff some swag all that kind of good stuff so uh, yeah also if you want to go to oh just for laughs up in Montreal is one of the contests we're giving away so we're giving away passes to go see to go to just for laughs obviously you got to get yourself to Montreal but you know if you if you win you can go see that Uh, also if you want to buy if you want to buy passes Go uh, to uh, comedypro.hahaha.com and use the code laugh 16 before May 6th, and you'll get 10% off your, your passes, too. So we're doing that as well. We're also giving away passes to Limestone Comedy Festival. We are doing a tremendous amount of contesting on the laugh Fund right now. There's no reason you shouldn't go there. And yeah, and, and we
0: contests. might even hold a contest of our own to uh, uh, figure out a better way to give away all these contesting Let's so We're, just-
1: we're going to host a Twitter poll, and it's going to be is the contest <laughs> is going to be is Mark going to be in the office tomorrow yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I'll t- bet on zero percent alright
1: <laughs> link number two yes the com slash merch we have a merch store we just threw up a bunch of new designs merch, uh, merch so yeah merch. go buy the t-shirts
0: that uh, you want to put on your torso do it t-shirts right. for your torso Follow us on the socials at the laugh button at Mark says hi at I am Klein Schmidt the